JT DeBoldis with you today for the Elite Marketing Pro Daily Dose of Awesome. Great to be with you here. Uh, this is Thursday, 1 p.m. Uh, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Great to be with you. Just a moment ago, I thought I had lost you guys. I'd lost my internet connection, but I'm stoked that you guys are here this morning and grateful as always to be with you. I say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble. Make sure you jump out and say hello. Let me know where you are tuning in from. Let me say hi to you guys. Great to be with you here. Uh, Fernie, what's up? Sally, what's going on all the way from the UK? Great to be with you guys. One thing I want to tell you is that we do this call five days a week, Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, and it is always a privilege and an honor to come out, share some time with you, give you that 15 minutes of inspiration, <laughs> education, motivation, everything you need to help you build your business online and even offline. We're going to give you the skills and tools to be able to do that. Today I'm going to be talking to you about something that's super important, and that is what to do about negativity. Is there a power behind it? Is there some value to negativity? And believe it or not, there's pluses and minuses to bo both sides of this. We'll be talking about that. I just want to say hello. What's up, Sam Marie? I see Sally. I see Eric. I see Tom. Cecilia, what's going on? Coming in from Ohio. Zara Dax coming in from Switzerland. What's up, Switzerland? Uh, Marilyn Beggs, good to see you, my friend. Michelle Kind, hello. All right, so here's the deal. You've probably heard multiple times that you have to think positive, right? That positive thinking is the pathway to success, that if you, uh, if you focus on negative things, negative things happen to you. What you focus on expands. What you focus on, you receive, blah, blah, blah. And I want to say straight up there is some problem, there is some truth to that, all right? So here's the key. When we have thoughts that come through our heads during the day, whether it's about our business, maybe you're working on your ad copy, maybe you're working on your thank you page video, you're in the process of physically doing those result-driven activities, the things that are going to actually bring results into your business. If at any given time you have a negative thought, it shows up in your day and you're thinking to yourself, what? You're thinking, oh my gosh, there's that negative thought again. Now, sometimes those negative thoughts are, this is terrible, uh, nobody's going to like this, what if they reject me, you start going through those thoughts, right? If this has ever happened to you, if you've ever felt those thoughts before, give me a one in the chat box. Give me a one in the chat box if you've ever had a negative thought, especially at the point of attack, the point where you're doing something significant, the point when you're doing something important. Give me a one if you've ever felt that. Hey, what's up, Helen from Ocean City? Good to see you. Jonas, what's going on, man? John Club is always great to see you, my friend. Victor Baker coming in. Here's the key about this. All right, so, so I see a lot of people dialing one into the chat box here. The key to it is you have to understand that these negative thoughts, these negative feelings, things like this come up all the time. It's very, very natural. It's common. In fact, if you're doing something that is brand new, right, if you don't have a whole lot of experience with it, uh, if you're doing something that's high impact, meaning uh, something that means a lot to you, something that matters a lot, you know, you, maybe you've put a lot of investment of time, energy, money, uh, resources, maybe you've been involved with it uh, and you've literally poured your life and soul into something, it is completely natural to have negative thoughts, negative emotions around things, all right? Uh, it's also very common to have other negativity, outside sources coming at you that are negative. Maybe it's outside people, outside influences. Uh, you turn on the news, you're going to see negativity all day. That's just what they do, right? That's how they make their money. That's how they keep us uh, wired to, to listen to them. Here's the, here's the real reason that uh, negativity is so common and why it's a natural thing. Way back in the day, way, way, way back when we were 
living in caves and running from and hunting down saber-toothed tigers and things like that, we had to be on high alert for danger. All right, we were constantly looking for the stuff that was look that was out to kill us. We were constantly uh, looking for the things that were going to slow us down. Uh, we were a tribe. Remember this: we're a tribal uh, species. Humans are, and so to be ostracized or to be left behind from the tribe meant certain death back in those days. That's not the case anymore. So we're not necessarily hunting for our lives or running for our lives on a daily basis. We're not in constant danger like we were back in those days. The difference is our brain has not evolved to that point where we can uh, you know, kind of take that out of our lives or take that out of our DNA, take that out of our biology. So we still have that negative bias. We still have that part of our brain that's hardwired to find the threat, that's hardwired to find the danger, or in our case, the perceived danger or the perceived threat. So what do we do with it? Well, the first thing you have to understand is that, yes, it's very natural, but number two is it's one thing to have a negative thought. It's one thing to have a negative emotion. It's another thing to stay there, okay? This is where it becomes very powerful. We as entrepreneurs, and specifically we as leaders, have the power to choose. Now, let that sink in for just a moment. We have the power to choose. We have the power to choose in any given moment whether or not we're going to stay in that negative emotion, we have the power to decide, okay, you know what, maybe this thought, this thought that I'm having uh, is something that came up as a, as a result of experiencing something in the past, right? So maybe in the past you've made a video or you've made a presentation or you've approached somebody and you got a very negative experience. The person slammed the door in your face, the person laughed at you, the person yelled at you, and all of a sudden you see yourself in a similar situation or what feels similar to your brain, similar to your psyche, and uh, you start bringing up and, and conjuring up all those old memories and all those old emotions from the past. The question that you have to ask yourself is, are those feelings from the past serving you right here, right now? The answer, probably not, especially when it comes to feelings. Here's the weird thing about feelings. Feelings are false, all right? So if you're having a negative feeling, it's something that you are manufacturing in the moment. And again, it doesn't mean that it's wrong. It doesn't mean that you don't have a, a, you know, a, a solid reason for that, for that feeling. The point is, is that it's false. It's lying to you. It's something that we are manufacturing. One person might get super jacked about the idea of going on a Facebook Live. I personally love it. I was stoked about this since you know, I was on the schedule several weeks ago, knowing that I was going to come out here today and get a chance to talk to you. But the opportunity that, that might be presented to somebody else, that might be total fear. You know, If I gave this opportunity and said, hey, who wants to take my daily dose slot tomorrow, uh, they might freak out, right? lose sleep over it. So to one person, an opportunity feels a certain way, and to another person, it feels completely different. So this is where I'm talking about. The feelings themselves are false. The situation is just what it is. It's a factual situation. Here we are, 1 p.m. Eastern, or I guess eight minutes after, and we're having a conversation via Facebook Live. That's the fact. There's no emotion behind it. There's no feeling behind it unless the we attach that feeling. So go back to the negative feeling that you have and ask yourself, is it really serving you? Is it helping you? Is it pushing you forward? Now, we have to do this from an evaluative standpoint, okay? There's two, this is very important. I want you to stick with me on this. There's a big difference between evaluation and judgment, all right? We talk a lot about this in the Fast Track workshops. There's a big difference between evaluating something and judging it. The difference between evaluation is where we step back and we look at it with logic. We look at it from a fact-based perspective. We step back and we say, here's what it is, here's what the situation looks like, and here's what we might do with it. Judgment 
is placing, exactly as the term place uh, implies, it's placing our agenda, right, our perspective on it and calling it the truth. So you might say to yourself, sales sucks. Uh, you know, wealthy people and rich people, money is the root of all evil. And that's coming from a place of certainty. That's coming from a place of living in the past. And it's also coming from a place of wanting to defend what we think and what we believe is being right. But if those beliefs aren't working for us, then we have to ask ourselves, what might we do differently? How might we approach this thing differently? And so if it's a negative thought that comes up to you, maybe you're feeling like down about something. Maybe you're, you're doubting yourself. Maybe you're looking at your ad and you're saying, you know, this thing is not, is, is not computing. It's not, it's not putting out any money. I'm not getting my money back. And all of a sudden we start feeling the negativity. The question is, is that really working for you? Are you judging the situation? And more importantly, are you judging yourself? What if, instead of judging, you were able to step back and evaluate? You see, it takes a true leader, it takes a critical thinker to be able to step back and approach it from a non-emotional standpoint and ask, okay, cool, so I just had this negative thought, I had this negative feeling about my business, what might I do differently? How might I actually turn the corner on this, shift the momentum, and actually get a better result. In the end of the day, isn't that what we're really after? I mean, are we not after getting really good results in our business? It's very difficult to get a good uh, result in your business if you're obsessed over what's not working. So we have to step back and evaluate. And something that we teach in the workshops and something that I've spoken about before, perhaps you've even seen it from some of our other leaders here in the community, is a three-step process. We call it the three-two-one. It works like this. You ask the first question, what worked? All right. And what you're looking for is three things that worked. What worked about this ad? Even if the ad's not selling, even if it's not converting, what worked about it? You know, maybe it's your first ad and you actually wrote an ad. You know how many millions, tens of millions of people out there want to be entrepreneurs don't even have that experience behind their belt, under their belt? They've never written an ad in their life. And there you are. You've at least written one. That's pretty awesome. That worked, right? It's better than zero. What else worked? Well, maybe you published the ad. You actually went live with the thing, and obviously you got the metrics that say it's not working. That worked. The fact that you went live with it, the fact that you actually had the courage, the wherewithal, the follow-through, that's bigger than a lot of people have. A lot of wannabes out there are saying, yeah, it'd be really great to make a lot of money in my business, but they don't take the time to actually learn the skill set to write an ad, let alone go live with it. What else worked? A third thing that might go well is, hey, I took the time to realize it's not working. And rather than staying down that path, all of a sudden, I've taken a step back to evaluate what's not working. So that's three things that aren't working. Now, the two in the three, two, one process of evaluation is what didn't work? What worked, what didn't work? So now, instead of finding a thousand things that didn't work about it, we, we ask ourselves, what two things didn't work? Now, how come we do that? What's the reason behind three things that worked and only two that didn't work? It goes back to what we were talking about with the power of negativity. A lot of times negativity has such a grip over us, such a crushing power over us, that we think of all the things that went wrong. And pretty soon, we manufacture things that went wrong. Pretty soon, we start finding things that weren't so bad and turn them into a negative, right? And so what we're really looking for are those two high-impact things that didn't work. All right, so we pull it back. We look at the ad. We say, what didn't work? Hey, look, you know, maybe the, maybe the photo, the picture didn't match the ad copy. Maybe the ad copy itself is a little bit skewed. Maybe we're writing a long-form ad when we really should just be starting off with a short-form ad because we're not clear on how to write an ad to begin with. 
In case you didn't know, and I'm sure you've heard this from a lot of people far more qualified than me, the shorter ads are, are uh, a little bit simpler to write, especially in the beginning phase of your career. And so now we have two things that didn't work. We can look at those from an evaluative standpoint, not judgment, not beating ourselves up and not thinking the whole thing is, is, is worthless. We step back and say, you know what, there's two things that really didn't work, two high-impact things. And then we go to the three, two, one, the one part of the, of the evaluation process and ask the million-dollar question, what might we do different? Now think about this. Three things that, three things that worked two things that didn't work, and one thing we might do different. That 3 two, one evaluation process goes, what worked, what didn't work, what might we do differently? And we find just one thing. Now, how come one thing? For those of you that have been to the workshop, I want you to type it into the chat box because I know you've been there and you've learned this, and the power of teaching other people, the power of sharing your knowledge reinforces what you already know. So I see some people, hey, Sadaf, you know this. Sadaf knows it. She's a rock star, right? So she's been coming through the workshops. I've seen her come through. I saw her at her second one this past weekend. The massive amount of growth, the massive amount of improvement that I've seen in her is remarkable. It's inspiring. It's the kind of thing that as a mentor and as a leader you get fired up about because you see somebody who's taking their knowledge and putting it into action, right? That's the kind of stuff that you'll see coming down the road for Sadaf as she starts to grow as a leader in this community. I want to see some folks that, uh, that know the answer to this question. How can we only just do one thing? What's one thing we might do differently? What's the purpose behind that? If you know the answer, give it to us here in the chat box. I might have frozen up here just a little bit. Um, you're welcome, Sadaf. That's cool. Pedro, Pedro Navis. Hey, hey listen, this is another guy who uh, was, was struggling a little bit, right? And I think Pedro would agree with that. He was challenged. He had some things that weren't working. But the dude kept pounding away. He was asking the question, hey, what's working? What's not working? What might I do differently? And found those things and started making those tweaks. And let's see. Uh, it simplifies your DMO. Marilyn Beggs knows this because as a leader, she was at the workshop. She knows this because we just talked about this. That's absolutely right. The reason you only focus on one thing, what's one thing we might do differently, is because it simplifies the process. If we think of 18 different things we might do, all of a sudden now, it's like ordering from the Cheesecake Factory. You've ever gone to the Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> they have a menu that's like the thickness of a small phone book. They have like 9,000 things on their menu, and so it's natural to go in there and either have total overwhelm or order the same exact thing every time, every time you go in there because your brain just doesn't want to have all that extra work to have to compute what we're going to have for dinner, right? Well, listen, the same thing goes to play when you're doing something super important, like building your business or, or, or fixing your ad or working with new people in your, in your downline or your team. If you simplify it down to what's the one thing, just one thing we might, be, might do differently, all of a sudden now we have simplified things and we start to take away the cloud of doubt, the cloud of, of overwhelm and start to clear things up. So what does all this have to do with negativity? Originally, the first thing I asked you was, hey, have you ever had negative thoughts? And lots of people were dialing in ones, right? I said, give me a one if you've ever had a negative thought or if it has impacted you at a very crucial point in your business or your day. Lots of people dial one. The challenge with that is, is that what do we do with it? We can either stay stuck in that negative state or we can move past it. So how do we move past the negative thought? Number one, realize this. There is some value to having a negative thought. If we're constantly trying to be positive, constantly trying to be uplifting, it can wear us down. One person said, listen, you know, we were talking about this in the workshop last week, and they said, if you have a negative thought, just push it down. Well, guess what? 
It's a little bit like being out in the water, like a swimming pool or maybe in the ocean and having a beach ball and taking that beach ball and pushing it under the water. Yeah, sure, you can hold it. You can hold it probably for a very long time. But if after a while, you're going to get worn out. And if you let go, what happens to the ball? It pops up, does it not? Poosh, it comes blowing right back up out of the water. And that's exactly what happens to a negative thought. And it typically happens at a very inopportune time. It happens at that time when we've absolutely hit threshold, when we've had it up to here, a time when you're tired, you're beat down, maybe you're disappointed, maybe you're a little bit hungry or hangry, as some people like to call it. And all of a sudden, the negativity pops up. Well, that's the, the real reason for not squashing negativity. Sometimes you've got to wrestle with it. Sometimes you've got to deal with it. You have to realize that it's a natural part of life. But here's the difference between staying stuck in a negative state and allowing it to come by. Instead of thinking of it as that ball that you push down and hold down and hope never comes back up, maybe we can bury our negative thoughts, maybe we never have to see them again, throw that thing out there and watch it sail by. Step back from it. Observe it. Don't judge it. Say, yep, that was that negative thought. I called myself a name. I said it couldn't happen. I said can't. I said fail, whatever. I started thinking about failure as opposed to thinking about success. But instead of beating ourselves up, we step back and sort of observe it. I mean, physically observe it. Think of it this way. Visualize yourself. And I'm not, on, you know, I'm not necessarily a big deal or a big guy into uh, you know, talking about positive visualization and things like this. In fact, the Stoics used to believe in negative uh, visualization, which I'll get to in just a second. But what I'm talking about is step back and actually visualize. Think of that thought that you're having or that feeling you're having as a ball floating in a river. And you're on the river bank. Okay, so you've physically detached yourself. You're not in the water. You're not absorbed with it. And you're watching that negative thought in the form of a ball just float past you. Think about it and, and say to yourself this very powerful phrase. Well, isn't that interesting? This actually happened to me this morning. This actually happened to me this morning. I had a negative thought that came into my head. It was something that was like big and powerful, something that occurred to me. As opposed to getting wrapped up in it, as opposed to getting uh, you know, pulled down by it, or worse, trying to jump in the water and shove it down, I simply stepped aside and went, isn't that interesting? Isn't it interesting that I had that thought after so many years? Isn't it interesting that it impacted me right here, right now? What might that mean? What can I learn from it? What good came of it? What, what not so good came from it? And what might I do differently moving forward? And pretty soon, the negativity passed over me. Instead of staying with me all day, it was there with me for about two and a half minutes. It was pretty awesome. And it happens all the time. It's a great practice. So now, the final thing I want to talk about. By the way, if this is working for you, give me a long-distance high-five here in the chat box. If you're getting something from this, if this is starting to make sense, then give me a high-five here. It lets me know that you're really thinking about this. And by the way, Michelle Kine said the same with negative people. Observe and walk away. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're going to have negative people that are going to say they can't do it or you can't do it or this is a scam or this is stupid or what are you doing? You're crazy. How come you're wasting your time? How come you're wasting your money? And you just simply step back and say, interesting. And then you move on. Now, not from a place of being smug, okay? And not from, a, again, we're not judging. We're observing. That person might say, well, what's, what's interesting about it? And you just say, it's just interesting to me. Because in the past, I would allow you to drag me down. In the past, I might get embroiled in some sort of a conflict with you to try to prove that what I'm doing is good, right, or just, or whatever. But I'm not doing that today. I'm going to allow you to be there with your negativity, and I'm going to move forward because I've got something to do. I've got a mission to accomplish, man. That's the attitude and the energy you want to carry with it, okay? So I see some people giving me a fist bump. What's up, Brian? Good to see you, my man. Um, 
Lots of people giving fives, and that's great. Now, here's the deal. What about this negative visualization I was just talking about? So when I flew combat missions in the United States Navy, uh, we were surveillance and reconnaissance. We were the eye in the sky for the SEAL teams and the Delta Force commandos down on the ground over Afghanistan. This was, you know, post 9-11, uh, just a few months after, uh, after the attacks of 9-11, we were out there flying these overland combat missions. And we would have all kinds of briefings that we'd have to go through. You'd have to get the weather brief. You'd have to get the intel brief to know what was going on over the target. We'd do a crew brief so everybody was checked in. Everybody knew what they were supposed to do, what their, what their uh, task was, and what their, what their objectives were on the mission. And then we went out and executed the mission. One important part of the intel brief was we talked about what would happen if we got shot down or if the aircraft failed and we ended up behind enemy lines every single time, every single mission. We talked about what might happen if we got shot down. What might we do if one of our team members, one of our crew members got killed or injured? What was, what was our procedures? What would we do? Now, what's the purpose behind that? How come we would spend uh, probably a half hour of our day talking about all the bad things that could go wrong? Doesn't that seem like all of a sudden we're trying to bring it about? Doesn't it seem like, oh, we're attracting that into our lives? The answer is absolutely not. The answer and the real, the real reason behind doing that was so that we could think through the plan while everything was calm before we'd even flown the mission. We thought through all the contingency plans. We thought through all the possibilities, everything that could possibly go wrong. We gave it a thought, and we made sure that we had a small plan in place just in case. And from there, we compartmentalized it, we put it away, and we got focused on actually accomplishing the mission. But if you don't at least do a little bit of negative visualization, and by the way, the, the ancient Stoics believed in negative visualization. They believed in visualizing the worst possible outcome. What's the worst possible thing that could happen? They visualized that and they said, okay, cool, what will we do if it shows up? How will we pivot? How will we respond? Instead of having an emotional reaction where we just kind of lose our minds because we didn't think about it and now we're surprised by this thing, we've at least thought through it. We can approach it with logic. We can approach it from an evaluative standpoint. This, my friends, is a very important thing to remember. It's not about being positive 24-7. I don't care what all the gurus and all the self-help people out there are trying to shove down your throats. You're going to have negative thoughts. If you do, don't beat yourself up. It doesn't make you a negative person. It doesn't mean that you're propagating failure or you're going to have some catastrophe in your business or your life because you keep having a negative thought that shows up. What do you do? You step back. You allow that thing to float past you just like a beach ball in a river. Watch it go by and, ask, and say to yourself, isn't that interesting? Step away from it and do the evaluation process. What worked? What didn't work? What might we do different? And remember, it's okay to think about negative things sometimes and ask yourself the question, how will we respond to this? What will we do if the webinar goes down? What will we do if the ad copy doesn't convert? What will we do if the person that said they were going to buy takes off and goes into witness protection? When we think about what could go wrong, when we ask ourselves what we might do differently in that situation, it gives us the power because we've seen it coming, we can pivot, we can adjust, and we can move forward and actually accomplish the mission. And that, my friends, is the power of negativity. And by the way, if you're surrounded by people that are negative, remember, or if you have negative thoughts, it's not about staying there. It's about getting past it, moving on. All right, my friends, well, that does it for today. 
Thanks for joining us here on the Daily Dose of, of Awesome. We're going to be doing it again tomorrow. We do it every single Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. If you got some value from this message today, if this landed for you, if there was something that you just felt like you had to hear, if this was one of those messages where you're like, oh, man, great timing, JT, then I challenge you to go out there and share this message. Share it broad, share it wide, because I can promise you this. There's a lot of people out there right now that are completely embroiled in negativity. They could probably use a little bit of help with that, and you will serve as that solution provider and that answer provider by sharing this message. So get out there and share it wide. Make sure also, by the way, if you're watching this, if somebody shared it with you or perhaps you're watching this live right now and you haven't done so yet, make sure you subscribe to our channel here, facebook.com forward slash Elite Marketing Pro. Give us a, give us a like here and uh, continue to stay updated with all the cool stuff, not just the Daily Dose of, of Awesome, but the other stuff that we do here each and every single day here in the Elite Marketing Pro community. And of course, get yourself over to EliteMarketingPro.com and access our free 10-day boot camp to help you teach you learn, <laughs> to teach you how to learn uh, to grow and expand your business online. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. I'll be back with you again tomorrow for tomorrow's edition of the Daily Dose of Awesome. Look forward to seeing you there, my friends. Take care, and thanks for joining us.